0: Focus on leverages rather than the differences. Both parties need to recognize that they are on the same side. My belief is that every individual on this planet has a leadership trait. Are you recognizing it? Are you living up to it? Are you nurturing it the way it should be?
1: Hey, you are listening to Dream 100 Business Show podcast with Savita Husamani. We are Dream 100 Business Show or on a mission to help business owners to move to the next level in their personal and business journey by helping them to make smarter decisions. In this show, we decode what goes on in the minds of successful business owners during challenging times and how they converted their dreams into profitable products or services. Somebody once explained to me the meaning of fine. Fine when expanded becomes feelings inside not expressed. Everything is going on smoothly on the surface. But on the inside, you feel that something is amiss. And you feel that you are not in your element. You are not just contributing anything. This was exactly what I was feeling when I was working. And then I decided that I cannot push myself any further. And I need to quit in spite of everything, in spite of all the comforts and all the wisdom saying that I should not be quitting. But still, I listened to my heart because I felt that I could not go further. And I quit the corporate world. And I thought that I was the only strange person who had experienced this But as I met a lot of people, I realized that there are so many people who experience this sort of feeling at different stages of life. In this episode, we talked to Mr. Satyan Parekh, who quit his comfortable corporate job and jumped into the entrepreneurial world. He guides business owners in building high performing teams and achieving their business goals. I was also fortunate to be a student. A talk with Satyan sir is a must-listen as he shares valuable gems for business success. So let's listen to his journey of how he made tough decisions.
2: You had a successful corporate job of 30 years and you quit it and then you started off with a venture. So
0: uh, what I did was that uh, in the initial phases when I, I took the step and why did I take the step? Because Somewhere, it just kind of the joy, the passion, uh, the happiness that one surrounds in the work that you do. I personally believe that and throughout that career, since 1982 to where till 2010, when I decided to move out of professional life, uh, I was always consummated with one, one thought that anything that I do has to give that joy, passion, uh, happiness, as well as a, a value add that I'm able to provide. So when I saw that slackening, when I saw that things are not really going the way it was, it kind of was telling on me in my kind of outlook and and somewhere that inner frustration builds up and whatnot. So it was a very, very uneasy feeling that started engulfing me. So I just decided to quit and this was contrary to all the experts around me who who were telling me to do otherwise.
1: Like as I said before, many of us experience this, but very few have the courage to take this bold step. So now let's see what was sir's next step.
0: So one thing that I did was uh, I enrolled myself with the, the International Coaching Federation's uh, course, be accredited as a coach. The rationale was very simple. I wanted to really ensure that whatever is my thinking, whatever is my understanding, whatever I want to do, is that really what is being sought out in the contemporary world? Because I do not know. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to validate that. I wanted to uh, confirm uh, to that convictions and beliefs. Fortunately, that uh, course, the, the people that I met up with and Uh, whatever I was able to achieve during that time of uh, two to three months gave me that level of confidence that uh, my thinking is right.
1: Upskilling or validating your thoughts is the next best step for every entrepreneur, isn't it? But at the same time, the question of family security is also a major concern when you have your family still depending upon you and you want to shift gears. So how did Satyan sir tackle this situation?
0: I wanted to make sure that uh, the family does not get impacted under any situation and and there is no compromise on the cost of living uh, that we had as a part of professional world to now that I'm transitioning into a bit of an uncertain uh, situation where there may not be a, a monthly paycheck that will come in uh, which will pay the regular bills and whatnot. not. So, those were conscious things uh, that were running in my mind and uh, I just then started off with uh, reaching out to my network, reaching out to my contacts, uh, talking to them, letting them know about uh, my thought process and, and how can I be you know, someone who can probably value add to uh, their aspirations and their ambitions uh, about their businesses or about their own self. In a nutshell, that is where the whole, even certain amount of predicament and whatnot was there. Uh, One thing that I also uh, was very clear and and me and my wife uh, would discuss that uh, very regularly is to ensure that at no point of time, I should have any regrets of the decisions that are taken. They may be right or wrong and we can only know about it in the hindsight. So, you know, rather than trying to really decipher Oh, you know, I should have done this. And again, being very candid and honest, uh, Savit, I would say that uh, uh, in the initial, probably three four years, uh, even as I was uh, doing the work and I was kind of getting my feet on ground with the with the venture and and running the practice and whatnot, there was always that pang, uh, a, a kind of a thought process at the back of the mind: What is this better or uh, do I really go back to professional world? <laughs> right? so, but then uh, one th- thing that I, I stuck on too is that uh, if I have taken that decision, I have to live with it. I cannot create any safety nets for myself. In fact, that was testing time because my elder son had just got in uh, for his master's at US in RIT. My younger son was just in uh, standard ninth. My mother was uh, a cancer survivor. I had just lost my dad in 2010, January. So there were a lot of emotional plus the other responsibility baggage and that is when I took this decision. So uh, you can imagine.
1: If you want to know about the entire journey of Satyan Parik sir, listen to the 53rd episode of Dream 100 Business Show, entirely where he shares his business success secrets. He has a beautiful message to his listeners. Let's hear it out. Any
0: person who is seeking to be coached needs to first understand the difference between what is being coached and being consulted. If you have a mindset and an expectation that if I go and undertake coaching, I will find answers to my problem or that I will get prescribed solutions to my problems, it will fail. Coaching is not about providing you a prescription.
1: Mm.
0: It is not a patient visiting a doctor. So, that needs to be very, very fundamentally understood and clear in the mind. Are you ready to be coached? I think comes from the fact that it is important for the person to self-assess what are your current issues and problems? What are you expecting? Sometimes, just appropriate reading, recognizing real issues can help you find a Problem. You don't need any third party to tell you. You know the answers. You may be in predicament. You may be in dilemma. And with some kind of communication, with some kind of reading and blending of some thought process and all, you'll be able to achieve it. So examples which can be coachable issues is that, why are my efforts not yielding desired success? How do I move from point A to point B in my business? Am I clear in my aspirations and what not? Those could be coachable.
2: When a person is uh, coachable, how will uh, consultancy actually help their business? So consultancy
0: is uh, a different line of action which basically relates to a certain transactional level inputs and insights including sharing or creating of best practices. It is somewhere where a consultant would have to tell the recipient of what they need to do. A coach will never do that. Coaching is all about empowerment. It is about making the person realize what they need to do and they will create their own actions of how they are going to achieve it. So coaching facilitates thinking. Hmm. Coaching is not imposing actions and things to do.
2: Yeah, this is uh, an amazing insight because usually uh, people Hmm. go with the flow of coaching and consulting. Uh, They think that both are the same. But everybody uh, talks of coaching, mentoring and consulting as one word. (laughs) <laughs> but you have very finely drawn the distinct uh, differences between them. Uh, so, n- now it makes a lot of sense because we see business owners saying that I went and met this coach and still nothing is working because it was just their thinking was uh, in part, but not their actions. <laughs> and, and with what expectations
0: have you gone for coaching? I am hmm. facing one one burning issue and somebody has come and told me you know go to this coach he's great he will he will really help you find solutions (laughs) to all your problems. so i go to that coach and my mind is only focused on this burning issue the coach is taking me tangentially (laughs) i will take some inputs then i'll come and experiment here and i'll say what yeah i spent my money and this is useless coach whoever gave this they don't even know
1: If you are a person who cares about your growth and you feel that it will help any of your friends' growth as well, then do care to share this episode with all the people whom you want to listen, learn and implement. For real-time interaction with real people, click on the link in the show notes and join the telegram group to connect and interact with other listeners. We are always waiting to hear from you. Thank you so much for being such a wonderful listener.